This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. All right, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Blue Jackets lead the Canadians 3 1 early in the third. Start of the third period, Rangers up 3-0 on the Flyers. Starting in about half an hour, it is the Kings and the Avalanche. The Kings two points behind the Oilers for second place in the Pacific Division. The Oilers, after that game, will have two games in hand on the Kings. Edmonton at Nashville tomorrow night will be into the second period 24 hours from now. 4.30 face-off show Game starting at 6 o'clock. Cam and Bob will be on the call. Baseball tonight. Blue Jays and Yankees now in a 3-3 tie in the bottom of the sixth. Aaron Judge with a homer in that game. And the uh, NBA play-in tournament continuing. Ninth against 10th in the East. It is the Hawks all over the Hornets. Uh, over the Hornets. 102-76 is the score there. 6.30, Ched, remaining the play-by-play voice of your Edmonton Elks. Season number 29 coming up. Morley Scott and Dave Campbell, our broadcast team. It's going to be their 12th season together. Brendan Escott taking on some new duties. He'd been on the sideline the last couple of years. He's going to host the pregame show and the postgame show. Exciting stuff for Brendan. And we're going to have David Beard and Mark Cordy from the Elks on a little bit later. I am pleased to welcome to the show now, not one, but two members of your Edmonton Oil Kings who close out the regular season Friday at Medicine Hat, Saturday at Red Deer, and then playoffs one week from tomorrow when they host Lethbridge in game one of a best of seven series. First of all, the uh, leading score from the team, Dylan Gunther checking in. Dylan, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing very well. Nice to have you on the show and also joining us from the Oil Kings tonight. Uh, point. I, I think he's the points per game leader. He's he's uh, he's missed a few games, unfortunately, this season. But Jake Neighbors also returning to Inside Sports. Jake, how are you doing? Doing good, Reed. How are you? I'm doing very well. Well, I appreciate uh, both you guys taking time out of your schedules to make the uh, the teammate appearance tonight on uh, on Inside Sports. It's been fun following you guys, and I know uh, we've done a few interviews, especially uh, you and me, Jake, over the last few years. So thanks for both of you hopping on tonight. So hopefully we can have some fun here. But we'll start with the the, the serious uh, hockey stuff. Uh, Jake, I'll start with you. Uh, you know how how much are you guys looking forward to the playoffs at this point you've kind of had that spot locked up for a while uh, what's it been like getting through here the last few weeks of the season and I know for you dealing with an injury has been part of the personal journey yeah for sure I think uh, you know like you said I think you know we're so close to the playoffs that it's getting um, you know pretty exciting and uh, you know a lot of anxious guys on the team um, you know to get to that point in the season um, so with not with playoffs not being around the last couple of years it's uh it's a really big uh, postseason, so we're excited for it. Uh, I, I know hockey players are very careful what they reveal about their injuries, but I'll just uh, ask you how your recovery has gone and how you sort of dealt with also the the mental side of it of being out of the lineup for a few weeks. 
yeah, I think that was probably the hardest part for sure was uh, just the mental side of things, not being able to be in the lineup with the guys and, um, you know, out there competing with them. I think it's pretty frustrating. And, um, but, you know, in terms of the injury, everyone, everything went as planned. And, um, you know, the shoulder's feeling really good. So, um, you know, recovery went well. And uh, if anything, it was more cautionary than major. All right. Dylan, for you, look, uh, last year you had 24 points in 12 games as it was the, the very short WHL season. And I know you missed uh, part of it on top of that when you were representing Canada and you just came back flying this year. You have 90 points in 57 games. Uh, I mean, were you were you thinking you could put up that many points? Did you have any offensive goals coming into the year? Uh, no, not really. I mean, uh I mean, being an offensive player, you know, that's kind of my role on the team is to try to produce and, uh, you know, help the team win that way. So I think for me, it's just, uh, you know, trying to play the right way every single game. And, uh, you know, with the players I play with and the team we have, I think when I focus on that, uh, the offense definitely comes. How often have you guys played together this year? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Jake's in the lineup. He's playing in the NHL. Uh a little bit uh i'd say probably 10 games uh you know he left me for a little at the start of the year for uh bigger things but he's back now and uh you know we hope you're playing together for the rest of the season here or for bigger things and yes of course uh jake and i did that interview when he got back from st louis and scored a goal in the national hockey league which was pretty cool jake i i thought it was uh i i thought it was neat a couple of weeks ago you know, I've gotten to know Colton Pareko a little bit over the last few years and obviously won the cup with the Blues. And just coincidentally, we were coming into the building uh, the same time th- the other day when the Blues were here. So we just kind of caught up and walked together. And then he said, I got to go to the Oil Kings room uh, to see to see Jake Neighbors. How many of the Blues came by and, and said hello? Uh, quite a few. Uh, we were out in the loading dock uh, doing um, part of our workout there and uh, all the Blues got to their ink and... Uh, they all waved me down. I went over and said hi, and um, they invited me over to the room. So I went over there and talked to the coaching staff and was in the dressing room with the guys and, you know, caught up with a couple of them. So uh, that was really cool of them to, to have me over there and get to see everyone again. I know it was brief. Like, you got the nine-game audition, and then the rule says, you know, they got to decide, and they decided to send you back to junior. But what, what, did, what did you really take out of those nine games in the NHL and training camp that has stayed with you? Yeah, I think just the, the pro mentality. I think the, the way guys handle themselves up there and, um, you know, the way they play the game is, uh, you know, it's a very consistent, structured game. And I think, um, you know, that's um, a way I, tr- I try to play here um, as well as what I learned up there. So, um, you know, that's one thing for sure. And then, um, you know, obviously how they uh, take care of their bodies, their nutrition, all that kind of stuff. I think it's next level. Um, when you get to, to live with guys like Braden Shannon and see, uh, you know, their daily habits. D- dare I ask you what Braden Shen eats? Is there any junk food allowed? Uh, not much, no. Uh, his chips are usually sweet potato chips and stuff like that, so he's always got the healthy alternatives. But, um, you know, he's still got uh, some snacks around the house and things like that. I think maybe the only one thing we uh, we had that was unhealthy was ice cream, but... Dylan, what about for you? I mean, I know you got to spend some time with the uh, with the Coyotes. They drafted you ninth overall. Uh, what have you learned about fitness and taking care of your body? And I guess I like 
you know, like you guys are 19 and 20. Like you want to, don't you want to have a greasy hamburger and some fries every once in a while? Or are you guys totally mature beyond that now because of your career choice? <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you say that. Uh, don't let Jake fool you there, but uh, no, I, I live with uh, Shane Doan for a couple weeks and, you know, he's retired, so I guess he gets to live a little bit of the retired lifestyle, and he doesn't shy away from a good snack or a good uh, ice cream and brownies. So, you know, when I was there, I uh, I almost had to watch what I was eating just because he was mucking a lot of food like that. So I uh, I had a little bit of it, but, uh, no, it's important. I mean, you, you feel better. I, I think that's, that's really the main thing is you want to feel good every day, and you want to feel good heading into practice and heading into games. So... Uh, you know, there's a ton of information that uh, you have used to and a ton of resources at that level. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to make use of that uh, still in junior here as well. All right. So, Dylan, I'll start with you. From what you've learned or from your personal experience with your body, what's the unhealthiest food you can eat? Uh, well, it was just my birthday, so I'm having uh, <laughs> tiramisu tonight. Uh <laughs> So uh, I, I like a good tiramisu. I, uh, it's my birthday, so I get to pick, right? So that's my excuse. Okay. <laughs> what about for you, Jake? What is there anything you're tempted by that you have to avoid? Uh, quite a few things. I think chips. Chips are probably my weakness. I'll run through a whole family-sized bag of chips in one night, so I got to be careful. Well, it's probably about the only thing you and I have in common. Uh, I I can't keep chips in the house, like, because I'll yeah. just demolish all of them. But but there's always some of my parents, so then I just go over there and be like, oh, just I can just have a few because I don't keep any in the house, and then yeah, I have too much. So I I'm curious, like, you guys both went in the first round. Uh, both your drafts turned out to be virtual because of the the pandemic, so you didn't have that experience of going. But uh, like Jake, did you? passed anything on to Dylan about his draft year or the draft experience or you know if you don't get picked in this spot don't don't worry about it like was there any conversations like that yeah I I mean we definitely talked about it for sure I think um you know I think me and uh, Dylan were in different situations uh going into the draft and things like that so um, you know, I didn't, I tried not to get in the way too much. I, I tried to let him enjoy it and not, and not think about it too much. Um, you know, I, I think he's a guy who likes to keep his mind clear and not think about that type of stuff. So, you know, whenever he had questions, obviously I was there for him and, um, you know, gave my best advice. I think mostly with, uh, you know, interviews and doing them over zoom, um, you know, we had the chance to kind of, he got a chance to ask me about teams and things like that. And I would help him out, um, you know how I could there but other that he uh he handled it pretty well on his own uh yeah it's interesting because because like Jake you and I talked before and after that experience and I think you like you went in the first round but you were kind of could have gone late first round early early second round I think if I'm remembering correctly it was you know it was where you were ranked was maybe a little more up in the air Dylan like some people had you third it was kind of like some people had you ninth. You, you went ninth. Some people had you tw- like. Did you care? Did you look at those pre-draft rankings? Uh, yeah, I mean you see them, right? It, it's everywhere, and especially when it, it's leading up to it. Uh, you know, during the season, you try not to look at it because I, you know, I don't want it to fluster me or uh, kind of have that get in the way. But I mean, once it, once the year's over, there's really nothing you can do. I mean, you've played already, and I think that was the tough thing for Jake too, is that. 
you know, he his draft was five, six months after he played his last game. So, I mean, you're sitting on it for a while. And for me, I, I knew when it was going to happen. And, uh, you know, I was just excited. I mean, you're getting drafted in the NHL. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a dream come true, really. And I think that you have to be uh, grateful for, uh, you know, where you are now. I, you know, looking back, I you never see yourself in this position. So I was just grateful going in and, uh you know, I couldn't have been happier when I got picked by Arizona. Okay, Dylan, I don't know if you know this, and and I, I don't want this to go to Jake's head, but he has one of the all-time great stories ever told on Inside Sports. Okay. That he was asked by, uh, and Jake, jump in if I'm not telling it properly. What was it you were asked? Would you sooner pick up a $20 bill off the floor of a bathroom or a $100 bill out of the toilet bowl? Was that the question? Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. a $20 bill on on the floor of a bathroom or a $100 bill in the bowl of a toilet, like in the water. Okay, and, and to remind everybody of what you said. I just said I'd get both. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, we think alike. I knew you'd, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> did you, so what was the weirdest question you got, Dylan, or did you get that same question? No, I didn't uh, really get any weird ones. I got, uh, yeah, I... I uh, I was kind of waiting for it because I heard uh, in a lot of uh, interviews and stuff so they can ask some weird questions, but uh, mine were all pretty straightforward. And uh, like I got asked uh, what animal I am on the ice. That that was honestly probably just the weirdest one, which really isn't that unusual. Now, Jake, no, you and I did not talk ahead of time, so if you, I, I'm just going to ask, and you you know me well enough that. You, you can answer or not answer. Are you prepared to reveal for the first time which team asked you that question about the bathroom money? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't see why not. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think there's anything bad about the question. So who who was it? Was, it? Uh, it was the Habs, the Montreal Canadiens. Really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, there we go. And I, actually, However, it's funny because Gould is with us now, and he's obviously with the Habs, and. Uh, so I'll have to ask him if he ever got asked that question. Okay. Maybe he answered it better, and that's why he got back to not me. Guys, I got to get in a timeout, and I want to squeeze in a couple more questions. So just uh, please hold, and we'll come back in a couple minutes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So we got two guys from the Oil Kings on the line, two of their big guns, Dylan Gunther and Jake Neighbors. It's Inside Sports on Chet. We're going to spend a couple more minutes here with Dylan Gunther and Jake Neighbors from your Edmonton Oil Kings. They have a couple of road games this weekend to close out the regular season. Next Thursday, they host Lethbridge in the playoffs. Go check them out, oilkings.ca, to get the full schedule and to uh, get the uh, get the tickets. Uh, quick hitters, guys. Uh, so just jump in with a couple words answers. Uh, Jake, you always go first. 
What was the weirdest thing about playing in front of no fans last season? Uh, just no energy in the building. Yeah, no energy in the building. Which teammate do you think would make the best radio talk show host? Me. Jake Neighbors. <laughs> I, I, I would tend to agree, Jake. You've always been very good <laughs> when you've come on this show. Uh, maybe someday we can do a show together. Uh, Jake, uh, Jake, first again, what is the, uh, the one thing that people say about hockey players that annoys you the most? Oh, um, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Gunnar, do you right. have one? Pass, maybe go just ahead. Like, maybe just like arrogance and that they're not not good guys. Yeah, I would say, yeah, like there's an assumption that we're like overconfident, I guess would be a good way to put it. Which teammate would you pick to take a penalty shot in overtime to win the game? John Gunther. Jake Neighbors. <laughs> oh, you guys are so nice picking each other. Uh, which is the uh, which is the ugliest arena in the Western Hockey League? Ugliest? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oldest, um, you know, whatever. Tri City, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably uh, Prince Albert, Art Hauser. All right. Uh, you guys are great. Thanks for doing this. I, 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 I hope we can talk again throughout the playoffs and to some of your teammates as well. You guys represent the team so well, the city so well. You're having an awesome season. Keep it going, guys. Thanks, Reed. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us on. Jake Davis, Dylan Gunther from your Edmonton Oil Kings. Two members of the Elks, Beard and Cordy, coming up. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.